This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Hey guys, what's up? This is the Dorkside News Network, and uh, well, I mean, this just in, but a little bit late, because we were at a convention last week, partying up and eating bugs, and yep, that was fun. In all honesty, the booth was fun, but I ate so many bugs this weekend. <laughs> Uh, no more bugs, please, for at least another month. You ate more bugs than like a Hell's Angel biker guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it because he's a biker and he smiles and. Yeah. Bu- yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my name's James. I'm Richard. And I'm Frankie. And yeah, this is the Dorkside News Network. If you guys are just following us for the first time or listening to us for the first time, uh, follow us on Patreon. Go to dorksidecookies.net and everything you need is there. Someone is hungry. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> meant to hit the button fast but it was just nope um normally we do a news segment which we're still gonna do and then we have a topic we're gonna talk about but we are post endgame right now and we are going to do another episode right after filming this one completely on endgame and how many times we cried i mean it's probably not gonna be just that but we have all the feels <laughs> um there is a lot of feels yeah uh, so let's just start with the news. We got um, some interesting news, some good stuff, some weird stuff, and some bad stuff. So let's start with uh, Frankie. You ever play uh, Sega? Gen- it was Sega Genesis, I think. I uh, feel like it because I was a Sega Genesis yeah, guy, and, and since I played, I played it. it, then yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever play Sega Genesis, Frankie? Uh, hell yeah. You ever uh, play like, a little game with a, a dude named Earthworm Jim? Um, hell yeah. Well, it's being remade. Remade? Yeah, they're gonna make Dang. another game. So that's what's up. If you were at the convention, we and, need to get hype. Yeah, if you were at the convention uh, this week and you're partying with us, we had a name that character challenge, and one of them was video games. Yeah, Earthworm Jim slid into there as like we meant to put it there, not knowing at all that. Gonna yeah, make it was another game. accidental, <laughs> and it was kind of funny because um, I ran a couple of the challenges, and I like. I wasn't so guys I'm normally the photographer and I I don't interact with humans but um, I was running the challenge and they're like he's that worm guy (laughs) yeah he looks like a worm I mean what else we need a little bit more than that no it was it was good Um, I really loved the earthworm gym games so I'm excited about uh, the prospect of playing another one yeah Um, I didn't have much more news on earthworm gym other than that that it's coming um, because we have to get on to the next thing. What the fuck happened with this Sonic trailer? Yo. Um, so, Sonic, it's like as if they were like, yo, <laughs> let's make this thing as not, not as possibly close to the character. Well, see, what I don't understand is, so if you guys haven't seen the Sonic trailer yet, don't, uh, well, if you do, go get some bleach for your eyeballs. You're going to need it. Um, I feel like they <sighs> did really well. With Dr. Robotnik being Jim Carrey. I am, yeah, I agree. I think Jim Carrey will, will be a great uh, Jim, or <laughs> be a great Jim, Jim Carrey will be a Jim, Jim Carrey. Um, I think it'll be a, a great Dr. Robotnik. Um, I just, I don't know why they wanted to go so live action with it, like so realistic. I don't get it. We have, we had such a good CGI icon back in. A bunch of the games. We're not going to talk about Sonic 2006. We don't need to talk about that. But we had a really good icon that people were used to yep. and people loved. And they're like, let's take this and make it uh, 
a, a monster. It looks like a monster. <laughs> I, um, I really, when I look at him and I see his teeth, he just really reminds me of those fish with teeth. <laughs> and it's just yeah. kind of terrifying. Yeah. It's just, mm. um, but I, I do agree with the casting choice of Dr. Robotnik, except for the fact that number one, the trailer shows him as Dr. Robotnik, except apparently that was the last five minutes of the uh, movie, which is supposed to set it up for a sequel. Of course, because everybody wants a sequel to whatever the hell we're going to watch what this one is. So he doesn't really transform into the character we know the appearance of until the very end of the, the movie, which is kind of like a Marvel MCU kind of thing, except the difference is with Marvel MCU, we're excited about the next episode <laughs> and here we're not. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for people at home, if you don't know, Sonic comes from a world, I think it's called Mor- uh, Morbius. And yeah. so he's an alien. Um, they didn't put it on that home world though. Uh, they, they put it here on earth. They put it here on earth and, uh, that, could have been okay, maybe. Uh, I think there is a, another version of Sonic where there's an alternate Earth. Like, he's on our planet, but it's not the same as our planet. But mm. no, they didn't use that either. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a uh, weird homeworld, and they're like, I, I don't even know. He's going to save our planet, though, guys. So My, my favorite thing that I've, I've read from the... Because the internet is not happy. The internet is very, very <laughs> upset. With they're the just like, no, I don't like this at all. And uh, the best one I've seen so far was uh, Sonic at the beginning of the trailer goes, I guess, breaks the sound barrier. He takes off. That's his thing. He takes off really fast. Yeah. Someone did the math from that and was like, I don't think you realized it, but Sonic probably just killed 640 babies right there. So Sonic is now a mass murderer. (laughs) And that's not even the worst part of the trailer. (laughs) That's where the government's tracking him down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I don't think that that's... um... I don't think that's fair that it would kill a bunch of babies. Like when you shoot a gun and it breaks the sound barrier, it doesn't kill a bunch of babies. No, what they're saying was the energy that was expended from that actually shut down nearby emergency hospitals because their power went out and their backup power went out because the energy expended from that sonic boom just knocked everything out. So all of the life-saying units or whatever, I don't know. It was some weird math problem, but he came to Sonic. Again, um, that's like saying when you shoot a cannon, or artillery. Artillery breaks the sound barrier. Yeah, but Sonic has electricity. I don't okay, how are they calculating the amount of energy? I mean, <laughs> I hey guys, know. hey guys, I love hating on stuff just as much as anybody else. I just don't want to make up fake BS of like, well, Sonic, he's got, number one, he's got like a teleporting ring technology, which I thought was kind of cool. To be honest, I honestly, I think it's kind of cool that he can throw his rings, which is just kind of like homage to the video game in order to create a teleport thing for him to, to like hop through. Super cool. I, I like that idea. Um, but how going, you know, the faster than this, the speed barrier doesn't do anything to babies. <laughs> um, it, I mean, the sound might be upsetting. They might cry or something, but um, him, you, him visibly showing electricity. I don't think you can calculate what that would do to our planet or babies. Uh, it just, I think yes. we've spent enough time on Sonic right. already because I'm so upset by it. Um, the next one, and I am going to pronounce this right. Marvel has uh, ordered two new shows on yes, yes. Hulu, of all things, uh, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. So this is uh, 
this is interesting because uh, Ghost Rider and Gabriel Luna, who is going to be cast as the Ghost Rider, has already played the Ghost Rider before, but not the mm-hmm. same Ghost Rider. He played the Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, despite the same actor playing the same character, which makes me happy. Honestly, I've never seen this before. Normally, they spit on us yeah. as, as fans and just say, you know what? You asked for it, but you're not going to get it. And then they cast somebody new, like DC. Ezra Miller and... Uh, Flash. Yeah. Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah. Like, And then they're like, we're going to make a Flash movie, and neither of them are going to be in it. And you're like, why? Why? But no, they. I mean, that's... Disney loves the fans i think i just really feel like they love us yeah i think it's a great idea that they're gonna uh use him because i i didn't get the chance to catch up on the series but for the purpose of this podcast i wanted to see like the effects Mm -hmm. uh agents of shield had um with him so i watched a couple of youtube videos uh, a couple of like trailers with him and I really like the effects they they did with him. I yeah. think he's a great uh, great actor for the role. He is great. He's got this attitude that just comes off so much better. Like honestly, I just feel like Johnny Blaze is kind of whiny, and Reyes he's got this um, Southern California South Southwest uh, swagger that I just think is great as the Ghost Rider. He does not. Uh, I mean, there's like a. Right, because there's a tragedy to the Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's not whiny about it. He's—I he, don't know. It's a, it's a good character. It's—it's going to be set near Texas, which is probably good just because of the whole border thing uh, and people being sensitive about it. And then uh, also Hellstrom. Hellstrom is totally new. There's uh, new actors. They haven't announced those, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, they're doing. They're not being true to the comics here, though. So Hellstrom is going to be about. Uh, two siblings, a brother and sister, Damon and Anna. In the comics, she's Santa, uh, Satana, but uh, probably is too. Maybe they didn't want to deal with religious back backlash. Well, and I, other people that are even with me because I just found out about yeah. Satana today, thinking it's too close to Zatanna, and them being like, "Why isn't she a magician?" Oh, or maybe. Whatever. So in the comic, Satana alternately tries to become a hero or not, but then she rules hell. She actually takes over hell at some point. So she is, she's evil. I mean, she's a succubus who has the abilities to sleep with men and drain their souls and and use that for power. She can touch a weapon that's been used to kill people and drain all of the soul energy from those deaths. She's really evil, but in this show, it's going to be the two. Both of them are supposed to be the, normally the sons and daughter of a Satan-like, you know, Asmodeus demon lord kind of guy. Uh, there's no Christian mythology in um, in Marvel Comics, but they have entities that are supposed to have inspired, like, the religions. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be the siblings, and they're the children of a serial killer. Whether we find out in the comics that they actually end up being the really the children of, of Asmodeus or something, I don't know. I have no idea. Pretty it's, cool. Seems cool though. Um, I'd also like to point out that the Ghost Rider version of, well, uh, the I'm sorry, the Agents of Shield version of Ghost Rider was somewhat loosely based on Junkrat from Overwatch. So much so that he even used a couple Junkrat lines from Overwatch in in the show. Um, I, I actually I don't think that's correct. 
You're talking about the Australian explosives. Yeah, I'm expert. sorry. Yes, not it was. Uh, so I always get them confused because I didn't watch that season yet. It's great. It's the Ghost Rider season, but the Australian yes, bomb expert. Exactly. Uh, he's new, right? He didn't. He's a. Um, he's an inhuman who has the ability to make things explode. Is uh, and he's based off drunk rider. Yeah, he's, he's really funny. He's really cool. He's. Uh, yeah, that, that guy's super cool. I do plan on, uh, honestly do plan on watching that because... Hope so. Uh, there was the, the new trailer that came out for um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually captured me again, and I'm like, what the Wait. hell's going on? Um, so, uh, for me, because now I want to uh, watch it, uh, and for the audience to know, where on a streaming service can our me and our audience watch? It's on Hulu, I believe. It's on Hulu, and it's on Netflix still. Yeah. Oh, it's still on Netflix. Okay. It might not be. I mean, the thing is, is that the reason why Marvel took away shows from Netflix and and then you say, well, they're, it's because of Disney Plus, but then they're now they're giving new shows to Hulu. Well, that's because there's 70% owners of Hulu now. Because yeah. Fox, they were 30, 33% and Fox owned 33%. Which Something like that. So it is. Yeah. It is another news segment that we had later on. Might as well just talk about it now. Disney is actually trying to just completely just buy out Hulu now. They're just going to take the, the, the whole thing. Yeah. I do not understand why they would have all of Hulu and Disney Plus. Well, that's like getting all the Infinity Stones, isn't it? Like now they have streaming TV, and they have uh, public TV now, and they have movies. <laughs> that's the last thing they needed. I guess so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, up next we got, this is an interesting one. Um, there's a movie adaptation coming for a video game that you would, I don't think anybody in their right mind would ever have guessed that is going to be a movie. And that is Saints Row. Saints Row is going to get a movie adaptation? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? That'll be kind of funny because Saints Row, I like Saints more, uh, Row more than Grand Theft Auto, uh, and stuff. Why didn't, did we get a GTA film adapt- adaptation? No. GTA was the film adaptation. What? Yeah, you playing through Grand Theft Auto was basically your film adaptation of it because it plays like a movie. The new one. <laughs> it was a bad, bad joke. All right. <laughs> um, it, it, I find it to be very strange that a knockoff of GTA is... Is it more popular now? Is is it more popular than GTA? Mm, no, I, would, I don't mm, think so. It it has its own fan base. It there, has its own like way about it too. Like, yeah, GTA is like murdering hookers and getting money and stuff, and this one has like dildo guns and yeah. It basically they took the idea of that open kind of world, do whatever you want uh, thing, and we're like, let's make it as crazy and wonky as possible. And truly, like, I mean, if you have not played Saints Row, like, you literally can think about what's the wacky, I want to have a dildo sword and I want to kill a hooker with it. Yep. That can happen. I believe there's a gun that makes people dance. That happens in real life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably happened at least once. But, or. It's not really funny, probably, but I mean, (laughs) still, it's kind of funny. Or you want your drug lord gangster boss to come back from the dead as a overlord for Tron, a Tron world that you can go to that now needs your help, but at the same time you're a gangster, so you don't give. Like, that happened to me once, but it's a different story. <laughs> it's not this podcast. We'll share it some other time. Back in Kingdom Hearts, when I was playing. <laughs> 
it looks interesting to say the least. Yeah, so it was, it's going to be directed by Gary Gray, which is a good name for a director, I feel like. Uh, Saints Rose Gary Gray. Yeah, right, so he's works. director of The Fate of the Furious, which I don't know what that is. It's like Fast and the Furious 8 or something, 7 or 8. It's one of those ones. I liked when it was just like Faster Furious. and Yeah. I think the, the Fate of, Actually, or, I think The Fate of the Furious is the last movie that, um, what's his name, was in before he passed, got the car accident. Yeah. So when we were doing the, the research for this uh, this news bit, I saw that he was also directing Echo. And I was like, whoa, that'll be really cool. And then uh, it turned out not to be Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> so in the show notes, I'm like very specifically not the Dolphin. <laughs> it's like some weird indie sci-fi game. Which we're upset. There needs to be an Echo movie or another Echo game because... I, I, I totally like... Like it starts out and you're just like, oh, it's going to be like kids. Uh, kids are going to watch this and you see this, you know, dolphin doing stuff and then the aliens get involved. And you're like, what the hell? Why is there aliens in this dolphin movie? Where are we right now? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, this should be a good movie. Um, I'm not saying it's going to blow up and be the best movie ever, but it should be entertaining to say the least. I mean, you get guns that make people dance and dildo swords and stuff. I guess you can't go wrong with that. I, well, you probably could, but we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, next one up is Noah Centineo. I think it's the name right. Centineo is... Wow, that's the, a good pronunciation of his name. Is the new He-Man. So they have the new... We talked about it last uh, last podcast that He-Man is being uh, produced and created. And now they have the He-Man. I thought it was Masters of the Universe. Yeah. All right. He-Man, Masters of the Universe. So... I mean, that's great, and I love He-Man. I absolutely love Master of the Universe, but I'm really, I really want to hear who are they casting as Tila? If they're going to cast Tila. Oh, they better. <laughs> this, there's a core. They have to have a man-at-arms. They have to have a Skeletor. After that, it's open. You don't know. Is there going to be Merman? Is there going to be Beastman? Is there going to, you know, it, it's open after that. You don't have to have, you know, all the other side characters, Trapjaw, you know, Triclops, whatever. But you have to have Tila. Like, if they give us some weird little, like, um, short midget-like guy that is like a wizard guy, and it'll be like, wait a minute. He's not even, like, he wasn't a character. Now, they made a toy for him after the movie, but the original Dolph Lundgren movie. But come on. Keep to the core. Keep to the core, guys. Don't pull a uh, Sonic. Sonic. Learn from Sonic's example and I, take from the source material. I would love it if they cast a set of twins as Tila and Evil Lynn and then just like totally gothed out the uh, Evil Lynn person. And you're like, they look very similar. Did they just cast the same actress? And then like, no, it's because the toys were like just the same. Yeah. The same thing with a different face. Um, if you're curious about who Noah Centineo is, you can watch him right now on, I believe it's called The Perfect Date on Netflix. Uh, where did it go? Yep, the perfect date on Netflix. It is apparently, uh, they're trying to push it because every time I open Netflix, that's the first thing that comes up. They're trying to be make me watch it. Also, so. if you're if you're a fan of music videos and you watch and you like uh, uh, Cam uh, Camila Cabello, I think her name is the the Cuban person who used to be with the the five group of girls. I can't remember. Spice her Girls? No, not Spice Girls. Oh, I don't know. Um, but she has like a music video where she's like, uh, Havana, actually the, the song Havana. Oh. So if you watch the music video for Havana, he's the love interest for it. That's actually the only place I knew him from, but yeah. I recognized him. 
I was just I thought I was curious because he in the perfect the perfect date like the trailer that I've seen he looks kind of scrawny. Yeah, I I hope we don't get another thing like Shazam because, uh, yeah, he was not built enough to be Shazam. Just isn't whether you like the movie, don't like the movie. He was not big enough. Yeah, he, tr- he tried. He, he was did. he worked out, but I still enjoyed it. But yeah, um, this is gonna show you how bad of a fan I am. I am a Harry Potter fan number one, and Fantastic Beast three was announced, and it's coming out November twelfth, twenty twenty one, and I haven't seen number two yet. <laughs> What did you think of the play? Haven't seen the play either. Then you're like Harry Potter fan 386,000. Yep. <laughs> I have read the play. I haven't seen the play though. Uh, I've read the play too, but that doesn't count. Sorry. That was a really weird uh, time travel. Go back and try and not mess things up and mess things up. It, the play is supposed to be excellent. And they do um, they do like magician tricks on the, sh- on the thing. Oh, shit. So yeah, you, you need to see the play. The play, it's... Uh, they actually don't do singing. They... The only because uh, we know somebody that um, is currently applying for it, they're actually doing a permanent installation in San Francisco. Okay, so you'll be able to just see it year round. And uh, the the only the only skill that they absolutely require is timing. And so the audition is walking from one spot to another, and you can't get there earlier or later because the trap jo- uh, trap door is going to open at a certain time and they're going to replace you with a different actor and it's it's like they're using they're using real life magician things oh, okay. to to do magic on the stage well that's cool yeah it's pretty cool uh, that's not news about fantastic beast <laughs> 3 but then again we were talking about fantastic beast 2 because james hasn't seen it you should yep. see it, guys, because Fantastic Beasts 2, actually, uh, it was pretty good. I think it might have been better than the first one. I don't know. It's it's at least, I think it's equal, at least. I'm just a little upset because Fantastic Beasts 2 is the reason I lost a Harry Potter trivia contest. Because <laughs> I think it was, uh, one of the categories was Fantastic Beasts, and two of them were from that movie only, and we hadn't seen it yet, so... It is on on my long, long list of things to see, but near the top because I am a Harry Potter fan and I I cosplay Newt, so I kind of have to know what I'm talking about. Um, I should eventually watch it, but yeah, I will bet with the fans that I see Fantastic Beast three before James sees Fantastic <laughs> Beast three, and there's a slim possibility that I'll see Fantastic Beast three before he sees Fantastic <laughs> Beast two. It's Just possible. Saying. It is possible. Uh, have either of you guys watched the new Twilight Zone yet? No, because you have to pay CBS. Yeah, that's a problem. However, it's already been renewed. So, I mean, it's good for, you know, everybody involved, but we don't want it on CBS. That's making it really difficult for us to watch it because I'm really curious. I really want to see it. I really don't want to pay CBS to have to watch it. So what's the series again? Sorry, It's Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. But this is the one made by... uh... By our uh, Key? yeah, I think is it Jordan Peele? It's not. It's not Jordan Peele. Oh, just, it's uh, yeah. Jordan Peele just did us. I think he's too busy making movies right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, he made one, and, and now he's making seven. Uh, so I don't know if Key or Keenan or whatever. I don't know if he. No, is, it is hosted by Jordan Peele. It is oh, it's hosted by Jordan Peele. Wow. Okay. Good. I haven't seen it. That's why I don't know anything about yeah. it. To be honest. Yeah. So that that kind of interests me, just because Jordan Peele. He's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. 
You see, you said something that rhymed with what's her name, and and she wanted to let you know. So, um, I'm excited that Twilight Zone was renewed. Siri is very. Uh, She's apparently excited too. Yeah, uh, I'm excited that it was renewed. Not excited that I can't watch it on anything other than CBS. So I signed up for a seven day free trial of Star Trek Discovery, and um, I binge watched the first season. And it was amazing. I, to be honest, I really, really liked it. I guess Twilight Zone plus Star Trek, that's two shows, but that's not enough. You need no, one new show a month for me to justify it. Otherwise, I will I will sign up, I'll binge watch like six seasons, and I'll cancel. Are and you it, listening, Disney Plus? <laughs> serious. Well, I think they got it. Yeah. It sounds like they're going to do a new season of something every single month. Probably multiple new seasons, just yeah. like Netflix. And I mean, they're starting out big too. They're going, "Hey, uh, Mandalorian, here you go." <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Well, that's but great. starting out big, like CBS did, can screw them up because they can't keep it, up. Yeah, but on the flip side, you have the legend directing it too. So John Favreau is directing the Mandalorian, and he's the reason, most of the reason, at least half of the reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe exists. Because he did uh, Iron Man. Which one? Hopefully not the first three. one. Okay. The very first okay. one. All right. We'll give him credit. <laughs> but he's actually in um he's actually in the movies and he's in Endgame. He's happy. The oh, guy, okay. That, wow, that's, that's John Favreau, cool. yeah. Yeah. Um so apparent uh, talking speaking of Infinity Stones, um Epic is trying to acquire theirs apparently. They just bought Rocket League. That is going to make Steam sad because I think Rocket League <laughs> is one of the biggest games on Steam. It's one of the biggest yeah. games on all platforms because of that reason. It's on all platforms yeah. and you can cross play it on all platforms. I can play you on Xbox on my PlayStation while I play someone else on computer. So that's not going to go away. But what's going to change is new people who want to play it on PC will have to buy it from the Epic Store. Yeah, and Epic is very being very. I mean, they're rich right now, so they're being very generous with everything. They're saying, "Oh, hey, uh, here's free. Here you go." They, they've. I, I just looked up. Um, they're giving away a bunch of games for free right now, just like you would with PlayStation Plus or anything like that. But free, you don't have to have a subscription or anything. Um, actually, I don't remember where. I did forget to put this in the news, but while my mind's on it, I have to uh, bring it up. We talked about this. I think in the last podcast or the one before it, but World of Goo, okay, yeah, um, is actually being remade. It's either being remade or remastered, but they're it's remastered. Sorry, uh, remastered in a free update in ten years. All right, so it's so, just randomly just being remastered. By all means, I will get it and I will <laughs> beat it again for like the fourth time. Yep. Um, but man, I want a sequel or something. I mean, I don't know where it yeah. goes after that, but it's so <laughs> weird and so cool. Uh, man, guys, if you have not played World of Goo, you need to play World of Goo. We talk about World, Goo, World of Goo as much as we talk about Marvel movies. We talk about it way too much for an independent podcast, really, I guess. To be fair. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Epic bought Psionics, who is the company that makes Rocket League. They're probably going to make a lot of money now from yeah. Rocket League, uh, especially since Rocket League has major tournaments. And yeah, big, uh, big, big tournaments. tournaments. Um, major cash players in that. So we'll see where that goes, but... With this, if it keeps going up, Epic's just going to buy Steam, maybe. I don't know. Mm. They're just going to keep going. I don't know. They're going to buy Steam, and they're going to release Half-Life 3. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait, why would they buy Steam? Why not? They're going to be rich. They own everything. No, they're not, they're not that rich. 
And they're not that rich yet. I say yet because you should. So it should this be. Is, this is one step towards. They, they buy Rocket League, then they buy League of Legends, <laughs> then the world, <laughs> then they might have enough money. No, then they just put Steam out of business. Yeah, that works too. That's yeah. Walmart will never buy Target. We'll just let them let them go away. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> so last podcast we talked about Mortal Kombat 11 and how Mortal Kombat 11 was not going to have microtransactions, and boy, were we wrong. Uh, they came out and said that they weren't going to have microtransactions, and they don't call them microtransactions in the game, even though that's exactly what they are. So you can buy skins, you can buy all the stuff um, through the store, and you can also buy these things that help you uh, get other things in the game, like uh, instant, um, what do you call them, instant uh, fatalities or easy mm-hmm. fatalities that's what they're called um but they created this system in mortal Kombat where there's three different types of currency yeah and you can go out and buy this currency mm-hmm. because earning the currency in the game was about as bad as it was in battlefront okay so at least mortal Kombat has a you know realized oh we messed up we thought people would enjoy the grind and they would like to play through this and grind and grind and grind. Mm-hmm. But when people are playing for two or three days straight and they haven't even unlocked a skin yet, people were upset. Wow, whiners. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just I just feel like... Um, to I just don't even understand anybody who complains about not getting a skin. Well, uh, You need to like like look at your life a little bit. Calm down. Just calm down. Breathe. <laughs> Go to a Zen temple because you don't need a skin. This is this is totally different than battle Battlefront. It is totally different. It is one thing when you're unlocking classes or 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 uh, guns because in Star Wars Battlefront, if if you couldn't have the good gun, then you couldn't compete. That's different. You know, having uh, having Katana in a nurse outfit is not needed. Though it will help my enjoyment of the game, it is not needed to play the game. I'm sorry, I just don't. I just don't even understand. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm never gonna play it again. I'm not even gonna. I'll probably unlock one or two skins total. Well, see, that's the issue. I think uh, if I remember what they're saying, there was like. Uh, 50, say there's 15 characters yeah. and there's 15 different skins for each character yeah. and then there was uh, like three or four different variations of the skins yeah. for each of the skins for each of the characters yep. so now you're at something like uh, two or three hundred four hundred unlockable different things and, and so it, and I would I would expect I mean let, let me ask you your opinion so um, to beat the game is going to take about 10 hours yeah I mean, that's just normal for yeah. these kind of games. It's about 10 hours to beat. So then they want you playing this game six months from now. So they have to set the grind level so that the average player does not finish unlocking skins for at least six months. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I could say that. Because if they could unlock all 1,500 skins or whatever in a month, then they'll quit playing. And then when other people try to play multiplayer online... They're going to look online and there won't be anybody there because the people won't have anything else to do. And so they'll quit playing. That's Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I am one of those people that enjoy the grind. So I don't have Mortal Kombat 11 yet. I did plan on getting it. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't see a problem with the grind. Yeah, it looks great. Um, I, I do like. I don't know how much it costs for the characters, and normally I just buy whatever version the game includes all the characters, so that yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to deal with it. If it, if that's a hundred bucks for all the characters, good enough. I'm, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. What about um, the other big issue people were having was so Frost is a character in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. looks really cool. All right, you can unlock Frost by beating story mode. That's, I mean, that's, that's old normal. school. Yeah, yeah, that's normal yeah. how you do it. Or you can buy Frost right out, right outright. I love that. Okay, that was that was my that was my question. Is do you want that ability to unlock the character right away through money or through story? I, to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised that you can even unlock the character by story, because like if you wanted to unlock the Ninja Turtles, what, what, what video game had the Ninja Turtles recently? That was Injustice, I think. Injustice too. Right? Yeah, it was Injustice. Yeah. Uh, you could never unlock them. You had to buy them, as far yep. as I know. I bought them. I mean, I don't. Uh, if, 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 there's a way, if there's a way for me to get them free, then I just messed up. I guess. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, but I am. I'm a little bit surprised that they give you any way to unlock them via story mode. Because in the old days, when we were kids, that's what you did. Is like you beat the same game, the same fighting game, over and over and over oh, again yeah. with each oh, new yes. different character right you'd unlock a character then you'd beat it the whole way through with that character that would unlock the next character then you'd have to beat it again with that character i i remember beating the games with 12 or 13 characters to unlock all the story mode characters but now i expect it to be a, uh, to be dlc to be honest yeah uh the good thing was though nether realm has listened and they're they're changing the grind um pattern they're giving you more for what you do They've already, um, people who own the game and who were upset, I mean, there's no way to tell exactly yep. who was upset. So they just gave everybody all of these free gems, currency, whatever it was, okay. to make up for it. Now, so to, to be fair, like it's on one hand, I think people shouldn't be, you know, super upset because whatever about skins. However, I do think that Nether probably they they usually set these like the amount of grind required for the hardcore gamers yeah and they say well we don't want these guys to finish it in three weeks yeah that's right? the point that's that, what i've always thought that was the point but the problem is is that then you look like there's such an extreme like the, you know there's the the people who who grind nonstop and they're going to beat it in three weeks so then they say well that's fine we're just going to increase how long it takes to grind yeah so it takes them six months but then it would take like normal people like you and me three years. Yeah. And that's too long. That is too long, yes. Yeah, that's too long. So I, I'm not saying that there's not a problem and I'm happy that maybe they're fixing it or whatever. But um, you don't need skins to have fun with the game. You, no, you don't no. Need, yeah. yeah. I would also like to point out one of my favorite <clears throat> things. I think they did this in Mortal Kombat 10. I don't actually remember, but I, I, I know for a fact it's in this one. Um, they've added in Mercy. So during the fatality thing, you can hit a button combination and you show mercy. You don't actually kill them. Okay. Um, there's the brutalities. There's the fatalities. And they've added in, they call quitalities. And that's when you're fighting your opponent and your opponent leaves, their, their body just explodes and it says quitality at the top. Nice. <laughs> so you can so. tell when they rage quit, when yeah, their body yeah. just explodes. <laughs> so uh, I, don't, I, I know you're a rager. Are you a rage quitter? Are you going to give people a lot of quitalities? I rarely am. I mean, I'll throw my controller and be mad and just let them like, watch my you know, body get destroyed. But I don't normally quit a game. So, But I, th- I just thought it was really funny that they yeah, added that in. Yeah. Um, 
Willow. Have you heard? Yeah, that's what it was. So the actor who played Willow died, okay. um, or not supposed to die, maybe passed away um, recently, right? He, he passed away a couple I months ago? I don't remember. I think he did. Uh, pretty sure that was news a couple couple months ago. And uh, man, Willow, I think Willow was probably my first introduction into a D&D kind of world. I mean, I literally watched the D&D cartoon probably before Willow, but Willow let you see this fantasy world with like magic and stuff. And it was good. Like it had like pixies and all kinds of cool stuff that um, I can't remember it existing in any, um, any movie, live action movie before that. So on one hand, I think it's sad that it took so long for Willow to get a sequel because Willow has some hardcore fan love, but, um, and it is sad that probably a lot of the actors are gone. I mean, it's going to have to be an all yeah, new cast. It's, it's a, it's, they're definitely an, an older cast. But yes, Willow, the Willow sequel is in serious talks. Now, it hasn't been confirmed, but yeah. serious talks for Disney+. Plus. So, so we're talking about a, a movie, not a show? I believe it's a, it's a movie because it's, mm. it's a direct sequel. So I'd kind of like to see the direct sequel be a 10-episode Netflix-like show. Just because then you can really have that, that journey yeah right um i don't want to rush through a two-hour book when i think of willow too i think of stuff like dark crystal and labyrinth and all all those things and you would want in those ones hard time remembering what even willow was (laughs) so a baby uh is the chosen one oh yeah and i just uh, showed him the picture he knows (laughs) uh is is he a dwarf a gnome I i don't know what race this uh you know the i forgot dude the little person is supposed to be but I don't think he's just supposed to be a little person. I think he's a gnome or yeah. a dwarf or something. But yeah, he has to he has to take the baby to help stop the the villain. I mean, you know, the the dictator or whatever. So also, fun fact, written by George Lucas. That is actually surprising. <laughs> George Lucas story by huh, the okay. screenplay writer was someone different. Yeah, but he wrote he wrote it. Um, Warwick Davis is still alive. That was oh he is yeah. Okay. He was Professor Flitwick in all the Harry Potter movies, too. Yeah, I, I just so, thought I saw maybe somebody else from Willow. I think Willow. it was somebody else from Willow. Okay. I don't know if it was exactly him. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I know my girlfriend loves Willow, so she's super... This is uh, this is my my lead-in to getting Disney+. Plus. I'm like, well, Willow's going to be on it. I'm like, damn it, okay, we have to get it now. Um, One of my most favorite movies of all time ever, all time ever, is getting a... Behind this, well, not behind this, a director's cut, meaning there's going to be more footage that I haven't seen yet on the hundred times I've seen it. Django Unchained is getting a director's cut. Uh, Quentin Tarantino said as soon as he's done filming the movie he's filming now, which I believe is a Charles Manson movie, I think. Um, he's going to go do the director's cut for Django Unchained. And I cannot tell you how excited I am because I love that movie so much. That's all for that. No, I'm Django Unchained is based off of a. Another, um, like Japanese movie, right? Uh, it could be. I, I don't know. I know oh, the story. So Django Chains about a slave who uh, was found by a bounty hunter. The bounty hunter teaches him to be a bounty hunter, and they both go and kill other people for bounties. Mm. I have not seen it actually. Really, really good. Um, I, but I'm pretty sure that I watched the Japanese movie that was based off of Django Unchained, and Django Unchained is actually ba- like uh, it's all like food food names. So. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like it's, it like means like dumpling something, 
and uh and you're like oh that's a weird name and then you're like oh wait but that's actually based off of um kind of like a like a homonym like because Django is like a, a Japanese food or something so it's actually like a homage to that and then Django Unchained is actually inspired off of some old Japanese movie or something like that so it's or anime or something or manga or something so it's like this full circle of yeah of things inspired by things uh, if you haven't seen it, since you haven't, haven't. The, the the one thing you need to know more than anything is Christoph Waltz is in it, and that's all you need to know. I don't know who that is. Christoph Waltz is the um, the older gentleman who always enunciates words very well, and has several speeches in, in Django Unchained, um, which is why I like it so much. All he's right. he's very I, I don't even know how to explain it with you know it's he's just very articulate with everything. I'll show okay. you. Uh, that's Christoph Waltz. You know his. Oh player. yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been he's been in everything. He was in Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, he was the yeah he was, Yep, he was in Alita Battle Angel. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I loved him in Alita Battle Angel for that same reason. He was very articulate in that movie. He just he just spoke well. It's funny that you know if you just speak well in a movie, you get me. Uh, next, <laughs> I'm gonna get some hate for this one, but Borderlands Three. More news for that. Um, today was today's May first, and they said that they're going to release some actual game stream footage, and they did, and it looks amazing. Uh, I can't tell you how clean the the HUD is. Like everything you do is is quick, it's fast. Um, the one big thing that they have is you can switch between your weapons now. Obviously, you could do that before, but switch them quickly. And if you find a weapon on the ground, you can switch to it, and it'll tell you the stats if it's better mm-hmm. or not with every weapon you have okay so that's really cool because that was kind of an annoying thing um the heroics in the game the ultimate attacks Mm -hmm. you have three of them now you choose one of them and the other games you only chose one and you would you would uh Mm -hmm. make that one attack better but now this one you get three you get to make that attack better and then they said you also get to do some stuff on top of that to make it even better to force your way into a your own place out thing uh the story looks amazing the graphics were clean the guns, they just showed one of the guns that has an alternate fire. You switch the fire, you shoot a tracker bullet, you switch back to the regular fire, all the bullets go to where the tracker bullet was. So I respect like your love bullets. for this uh, for this game, <laughs> for this franchise. Just know that everybody that has watched the the game footage for it today was very, very impressed, and it's going to be a good game. That's, that's all I had to say. <laughs> Guaranteed um, off this trailer. <laughs> If you're a fan of Heroes of the Storm and you're an Alliance fan um, or you are Alliance, you can just leave the podcast now because Alliance are grimy, nasty, ugly. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Anduin Rin was just announced um, while we were on our our one-week break uh, as a new playable character. And I thought that he would have been some type of paladin or some type of melee attacker. He is a healer. Yeah. He's a straight-up healer. And he has... Uh, so that's what I thought. I, I thought he was a paladin at first, but I, I'm pretty sure he's a priest. I'm yeah, almost like, I'm pretty sure he's a priest. Yeah, yeah. In, in the Battle for Azeroth, I thought, for some reason, my mind said paladin, but he's definitely a priest. Hmm. Yeah. Um, he has one of probably the best um, traits in the game. You know, your D button. That was yep. a trait that's always on. It's a 90-second cooldown. Did you make a new account? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to rebuy all your characters and everything? Uh, I haven't rebought them yet. I'm just going through and unlocking them because... I figure I'm still good at the game. I'll just get him yeah, eventually. Yeah. Um, but his trait, 90 second cooldown, he can target anybody on the team and he will pull them to him. 
Okay. He'll literally pull them out of danger. While he's pulling them, they become unstoppable. Nothing can break that. Is it a fast cast? It, no. Oh, it's instant. Yeah. Yeah, instant. So you're like, oh, yeah. shit, he's in trouble. You pull him right to you. That's cool. Yeah. So like it's, it's really funny watching all these ultimates go down on this one guy, and you're like, nope. And you just yank yeah. him away. And then it's also funny when they're trying to do something, and you yank him away, and then that causes issues in the game. You get people like me that start screaming. Yeah. Uh, he's cool. I've seen, you know, I, I haven't played him yet because he was in uh, PTR Realm, but... Uh, he's cool. A lot of people like him already. My question is, why are they releasing characters for a game they're going to kill off? <sighs> Who knows? They uh, they said that... Um, I think it was Heroes. They they canceled the tournaments, and now I think they're back on. Like At least one of them is. I don't know. There's... there's so, some, I mean... Who knows? So, the fans have said they're killing the game off, but the official news from uh, Blizzard has always been that they are just reducing the resources down to like 25%, which means they fired all the salespeople. The salespeople are the one, the marketing people are the ones yeah. who set up the tournament. So they don't have that. So now the tournaments have to be from like independent companies uh-huh. who just say that they want to do a, a tournament. And that's fine. Uh, no, Nothing is stopping them from doing tournaments. It just won't get money from Blizzard necessarily. Yeah. And then... Um, Instead of a monthly release cycle for Heroes of the Storm, they're like in a three or four month cycle. Yeah. So it's it's just slowed down. It's not dead. Now the I argue, still think it's probably gonna be dead, but I think it's gonna be dead because I think it in the long run, other games that are maybe still releasing things monthly are that's where you're gonna want to go. And Frankie, you're a you're a heavy league player, so you know there's the points in the game where the game gets stale. But Riot seems to know that when the game gets stale, hey, let's just release another character. Here you go. And then the game's not stale anymore. You have another character. Yeah, they usually don't only just... Now they've kind of had this mathematical formula of being like, oh, not just a character. Let's release some crazy game mode that that does something that's different that has to do with a story for a skin or something. And, And Hots had just started introducing that like last year. Yeah. Where crazy game modes and it's like you don't have to play, but if you want, if you're bored with the normal game, this is gonna be weird and crazy. And I don't know if they're still doing that. Probably they still have it, like and an automatic cycle or and something. I wish so. Overwatch did that too. Overwatch had a bunch of crazy game modes that, yeah. that now you can just look for them and play them. Yeah. Um, Heroes has those game modes. Like there was one specifically where you played as Chromie, and it was five Chromies versus five Chromies, and they were basically directly across from each other. And you're lobbing spells trying to hit the other person, like dodgeball. After they got hit three times, they're out. And that's all it was. You couldn't see where they were until someone lobbed the first spell. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like playing blind. It was so fun. But it was just a quick battle mode that it's, you know. I wish that they would take these battle modes that they did. Same with um, Hearthstone. Hearthstone does the same thing. They have Tavern Brawl. Every week they have a different Tavern Brawl that they do where they mm-hmm. change up some of the rules. And it's fun for the week and then it goes away. Yep. They need to make these 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 special things choosable so you can play them again later. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, so Anduin Ren's there. Um, it should be fun. Big Bang Theory. I am a large fan of Big Bang Theory. I own, I think, nine of the 11 seasons. Lay off the sweets. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of fat. Um, I did see a bunch of, um, I mean, it's not sad news. We knew it was going to happen eventually. They filmed their final season today, or final episode of the final season today. So As we were recording. series finale. As we're recording. And I've seen the actor, uh, the actors, actress Melissa Rausch, who plays uh, Bernadette, 
Um, the the actor who plays um, Howard Wolowitz, his name all of a sudden escapes me. I knew every single name of every single actor, and I just can't think of it now. But uh, they both put up, you know, how sad it was that they're they're ending. But it was it was a good run, and I'm like, yeah, 10, 11 years is a pretty good run for a show for a comedy show, yeah. especially. Yeah, um, I don't even think I think Friends went that long, and that's one of the longer yeah. running ones. So it's it's it sucks that it's ending because i really like the show and i i i don't watch it on live but i go out and i buy every season of the dvds that there are we own all the seasons yeah well i guess except not the newest one yeah i I just don't own the newest one um so kind of sad to see it go but it you know it was coming it had its time uh persona 5 we talked about this last week is or last podcast as well when they released joker to smash hell yeah and he looks cool as hell um, but Persona 5 is going a little haywire now. They're not just releasing Joker for Smash. They're releasing several different games based on the Persona 5 universe, I guess you could say. Uh, Persona 5 Royal is coming, which is uh, they're adding another Phantom Thief into the, the, the actual game. So basically, it's just Persona 5 with another, another thief and another bit of the story added on. Cool. I'm all about that. Uh, they add, maybe I'll play that version then. Yeah. <laughs> they're play, they're uh, releasing Persona Five S, which the S stands for Scramble, which is a kind of a puzzle game. I think um, they're releasing interesting Persona Five. Uh, I forget what the letter was for it. They had letters for every one of these, mm-hmm. but there's another one coming out that's going to be a Warriors type game, where a Destiny Dynasty Warriors type game, where you just kill hordes of enemies. Hell yeah. Uh, they, it's my favorite. They released a dancing game this year already based in Persona 5. Like, I don't know. They're just saying, like, what genre can we do? Let's just throw I, it in there. I am so behind. I just barely finished the first um, the first Mega Boss in Persona 5. So I, I love the game. It's, it's it's really awesome. I I don't know. I don't know if it needs all these. <laughs> I don't know if it does. But, I'm, I love Joker. I love Joker. The protagonist mm-hmm. is awesome. And then the characters are, you know characters that people fell in love with but this is this might be going a little too far you know the problem is persona just like final fantasy is one of these japanese um games where you get new characters every version right yeah. so the the so pro- nine and ten have different characters seven and eight have yeah different so characters. persona six whenever it comes out is going to be another new cast of characters so it kind of makes sense to me that they have to keep doing you know persona five stuff because people love these characters more than any other Persona yes, game ever. Agreed. Persona but, 4 was the the other one that people argue for, that they want to see stuff. But it's always Persona 5 at the top. I feel like those are elitist people who are like, <laughs> no, like I, I love the stuff that the you know the public doesn't like. Uh, but I, I just think the masses did not like Persona 4 like they do Persona 5. I, I, don't get me wrong. I think that they liked Persona Four, but the oh, love, sure. yeah. the love for Persona Five is 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 up there. I mean, they even put them in Smash for God's sake. So, yep. Interested to see what other Persona Five genres they're gonna try and do. Maybe Battle Royale. Maybe <laughs> maybe another turn based strategy RPG. Who knows? They're just gonna do something crazy. And then the last bit of news we already talked about um, that I have, we have, we have some other stuff we want to talk about, but the last bit of breaking news was uh, Disney was going to try and buy Hulu, but we, we said that already. So I'm just, I'm just pointing out, guys, that he's totally dismissing Comic Book Corner and Board Game News. This, okay, those we're, are... We're legit fans, guys. Comment, you know, <laughs> complain, 
Don't be disenfranchised by no, James. No, we have uh, we like them so much we broke them down into their own news segments. Okay. That's what I mean. The last bit of our breaking news for our general news. breaking news, guys. General news topics are done. It's all breaking now, news. comic book news. So, free comic book day. So, we're going to be trying to release this uh, our podcast actually every Thursday going forward. So, we're going to, I think, right? Thursday? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, we're going to really try to, to make this come out on Thursdays. Which means that if you're listening to this um, on Thursday, you'll have like another two days until Free Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day is a thing where you can go into pretty much almost any comic book store in the country and you can get uh, a bunch of free comics. Like, honestly, like it used to be like a free comic and now you can get like 10, like 10. Yeah, Yeah, you get a stack of free comics. And these are these they are special, usually specially made. Sometimes comic, individual comic book stores will just give you like random comics or whatever. But um, keep in the, mind, they're not collector's items. There will be no free comic book day that's going to be worth a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. I mean, a hundred years from now, maybe you, you, you may <laughs> have to hold on to it. Um, but there is going to be a special Avengers comic this year, which is you know because of Endgame, and there's going to be a comic uh, that has something to do with Stranger Things. There's going to be a C.W. Rivendell comic, which is a comic book based off of a TV show. Based off of a comic book. A comic book, yeah. <laughs> so it's Comicception. Uh, so yeah, free comic book day. Make sure to support your local comic book store. Also, good friend of the show, Patrick Robinson, has his comic, or the first 10 pages of it, being released on free comic book day and, as well. And uh, WrestleTopia. That's, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, you said Patrick Robinson. Did I mix up my my interviews? Yeah, Patrick Robinson was here in in uh, in the studio, and yeah, I mixed up my my interviews. Yeah. But escape from Wrestle escape from WrestleTopia invasion invasion uh, from WrestleTopia from Planet Re- Planet yeah. WrestleTopia. Yeah, there we go. It's a long comic. It's a long comic <laughs> name. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, so that's going to be out. So make sure to uh, check that out. It's uh, it's going to have a free comic, and then there's already two issues out. I believe yep. so. Yeah. Um, so I am going to be introducing like new comics that I think are notable comics that, you know, I'm not going to just talk about Spider-Man 487 <laughs> where, or maybe 1002 or whatever it is. Uh, but I'm going to try to talk about just comics that I think that are interesting. So like, um, uh, I just read Savage Avengers number one, and this is pretty cool. I did not know what I was getting into. And as I was reading it, I got excited. I literally, like, I was like, why am I getting adrenaline while I'm reading this comic? But it's just so badass and so just crazy. So this comic book is set in the Savage Land. You guys know what that is? I kind of remember, yes. So if uh, people who who watched the 90s X-Men cartoon, they saw a little bit of Savage Land. It's also been in various video games. And it's got a long history where it's basically kind of like this land, I think, in the North Pole or the Antarctica or something like that, where it's like this secret tropical area where there's still dinosaurs and um, what they call mutates. That's where Red Devil comes from. Is there Morlocks there? Yeah, Red Devil comes from there. Morlocks live under New York City. Okay. They're in the subway. Um, But the Mr. Mr. Sinister performs experiments on people in Savage Land. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you've got this land. There's Kazar, the barbarian guy. Uh, he has a saber-toothed tiger as his, like, buddy. And he's he has 
you know, comics from the 1960s. This is old stuff. But every once in a while, they bring back Savage Land stuff. And so Savage Avengers is, it's going to have Wolverine. It's going to have Conan the Barbarian. What the Because the Avengers go back in time in another storyline and they interact with Conan, who uh, Conan is a Sumerian. Samaria is the highlands of uh, Afghanistan. So the, the people in, in the mountains of Afghanistan, actually, they didn't even know the United States existed. Huh. Maybe until recently because of the wars and stuff. Yeah. But they literally had no idea. They don't know about cell phones, nothing. I mean, these are like pretty crazy people. And uh, Hyperborea is the description of that like land a thousand years ago or whatever. Maybe, yeah, 800 years ago, whatever. And so, yeah, Conan the Barbarian is with them. So Wolverine, Conan, it's got the hand. And the hand are are, um, the... um, they're like well they're ninjas but they're really like necromancers they're like have a, a lot of stuff going on with reincarnation and resurrection and yeah they're um, they're like stupid crazy with that they're just like oh mystical beings crazy. stupid yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. stupid they're, crazy. they're always some sort of mystical thing that they're trying to do and that's mostly when they come out in hordes so uh those are the primary enemy you're gonna of course whenever you have the hand who do you have Name Electra. some other Electra, of course, exactly. So whenever you have the hand, you're gonna have Electra. Uh, you have some stuff with Madripoor. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna talk too much about spoilers, but it gets pretty crazy real quick, just in an 18 page comic. I saw um, a cover for for it, and there there's more characters than just the ones oh, yeah. you he's, mentioned. He's saving some some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, because the first the first issue, it um, it actually only has like three or four characters but because you see the alternate covers and the alternate covers show the full team of savage avengers which is going to have like a lot of the other characters is is the big guy that i is he in there yet the big guy i'm trying not to spoil it so that way you might as well because we don't you don't even know so you won't be spoiling it (laughs) oh well on the cover of one of them i saw venom Okay, that is part of their marketing. Their their marketing is is that Venom is going to be part of the Savage Avengers. I think that's great. It's, I think putting Venom uh, as a kind of like heroistic, putting him as an anti or not anti hero, yeah, anti hero in, yeah, that'll be really interesting because I, I I like Venom, and it would be nice to kind of see him like them use him again for, towards instead of being like an evilish character like doing bad things trying to help out people. this whole this whole comic is just basically filled with all of the people who just don't care these people <laughs> yeah, they, they kill they murder people they and they make fun of the other avengers and uh yeah with a savage avengers you get to see wolverine fight uh conan and that is that is really whoa brilliant. that would be great because wolverine is an actual like uh actual registered um sex in- offender <laughs> yes, he's a registered sex offender. I mean, he might as well be. Who knows how long for what he's done and, and he's lived that long. But anyways, um, he's an actual samurai. He can become yeah. part of the uh, Yakuza because he actually has blood or like or full or like it's the he, honor he, code. The show can never be Yakuza because he can never get tattoos. 
Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah, guys, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, that's it for Comic Book Corner. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. There was one little piece that we wanted to talk It just happened today, so we didn't really get a lot of Did time it to just happen today? This it just did. in. Uh, there is another new... Co- I, I just saw the cover and I felt like I had to be talking okay, about it. Yeah, so it's yeah. called Loki, the God of Mischief. Where mischief, where mischief lies. So it's a new series of Loki stuff happening. Uh, and I figured I'd just read the little synopsis of it just to see if I can get anybody interested in it. But the cover looks amazing. It so, does look amazing. Uh, before the days of going toe-to-toe with the Avengers, a younger Loki is desperate to prove himself heroic and capable well, it seems everyone around him suspects him of being inevitable of, of inevitable. Like, yeah, I can't explain. Of inevitable villainy. That's a tough sentence. And depravity, except for Amora, Asgard's resident sorceress in training, feels like a kindred spirit, someone who values magic and knowledge, who might even see the best in him. But when Loki and Amora cause the destruction of one of Asgard's most prized possessions, Amora is banished to Earth, where her powers will slowly and excruciatingly fade to nothing. Without the only person who ever looked at his magic as a gift instead of a threat, Loki slips further into anguish and the shadow of the universe and the shadow of his universally adored brother Thor. So that's where it starts. Amara, like Amara the Enchantress? Oh, uh, it says Amora with the O. Oh, Amora. I don't know if Amora was just made for this comic or no, it says Amora Enchantress. Amora the Enchantress, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Amora the Enchantress, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But so she's a villain too. Yeah, she's a villain. Yeah. Uh, but that's interesting if uh, if the concept is that she didn't originally want to be a villain, but... And Loki didn't originally want to be a villain either. And they accidentally broke something. I, I think that's really brutal to say like, your dad was a demon. So you're going to be like, you're going to fall to the lowest levels of depravity. Like depravity is hardcore. Like how can you put that on a kid? <laughs> It's one thing to be like, yeah, like you're, you know, you're, you know, your dad's violent, so you're you're gonna be violent. But depravity, like depravity, is like a really <laughs> heavy burden to put on some kid. I, I want to read it though. I, I yeah, I love Loki. I might I might jump in with you um, with the comicsology thing and start reading because there's a lot of stuff I'm behind you on. You know, um, I might have to cancel comicsology oh, because um, you have to basically you have to make a choice: Are you going to read current comics or are you going to uh, read like things from a year ago. And so I, I've, I've kind of gone through a lot of stuff with com- comiXology. It's great. It's awesome. By all means, people should get it. But then once you kind of binge read a ton of stuff, you, you may be like me where I'm like, well, now I had to buy Savage Avengers number one because I didn't want to wait a year <laughs> for the volume to come out. What about... Um... Yes, that was, that's what I was going to say is people should, if they don't want to wait, um, basically just go to a comic book store and well, most... so always support your local comic book store. If you can. Yeah. Always. But I also thought that there was a Marvel um, comic subscription thing that you can buy. That's all the current comics. Oh, maybe. Um, oh, the Marvel app, the was, comic book. Yeah, app. It was something yeah, like that. I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, technically, uh, comicsology has the exclusive, rights to disperse digital versions of comic books so ironically when you get like the marvel app or the dc app it's actually a reskinned version of the comiXology app but uh yeah they may have different different mm. marvel unlimited yeah Yeah, that's what it was called five bucks a month if it's 
all the the comics, then I will get it. Um, it's they. So I looked at this a while back. It could be changed, but I do remember I purely looked at it because I was like, oh, I want to be able to read any comics, and it does have a database. Yeah, but they're updating it. Um, from what I remember, it's just that they were like, you know, uh, that comic will be there when we get the chance to photocopy it. You know, and like no, that's but see, that's 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 the BS marketing because they had it in digital format before they printed it. <laughs> they did. They had to have it like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I I totally understand. Like, put it a month behind, so that if you buy it from your you know FLGS, which I did not even know what F- FLGS stood for until like six months ago. Local game shop. Friendly local gaming store. Friendly local, yeah, gaming store. So it's like. Which is most gaming. most of those also sell comics. Yeah, I don't. Um, think they, I don't think there is a comic shop out here that doesn't sell games anymore. Yeah, it's just it's a market they have to do. Yeah, they have to because I mean they have to make money and yep. and mostly they have to sell like magic cards because you need something disposable. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on comic book corner? No, I mean we got we got some stuff to look at. So all right, board game news. So uh, I like to keep people up to date on. Kickstarters because these are your uh, really your only opportunities to get in on these things. And Cthulhu Wars the Demon Sultan, it's over 400% funded and if you have not gotten into Cthulhu Wars before, the thing about Cthulhu Wars is there's about 30 expansions and there are they are always out of stock of the expansion. So you can buy Cthulhu Wars the board game any anytime you want. You can go on Amazon, buy it uh, sometimes it's cheaper, sometimes it's more expensive, whatever. But the expansions you cannot buy except from the Kickstarters. So if you want to get into the board game, you think you might might like this you know, game of awesome giant monsters, then uh, we have the link in the show notes. And um, they will not have all of the expansions reprinted, but uh, it looks pretty cool in general. The Demon Sultan, it's new faction. You can also buy the uh, Boobastic... Uh, Bubastis faction, which was actually an April Fool's faction, but it's a real faction. It's uh, based around Bestet, like the Egyptian goddess. Oh, the of, cat goddess. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. They're kind of heroes in the uh, original H.P. Lovecraft. Well, cats are the heroes H.P. Lovecraft um, wrote about them in like Dreamlands. So uh, I'm I haven't looked at the cats too much, but the Demon Sultan faction is pretty cool. So, yeah, we'll have a link in show notes. And you only have like six days left. So five days left by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, Second Kickstarter. So I hung out with these guys a little bit at the convention we were just at. And um, I thought I'd tell you guys about it. It's called Dice Tactics. It's So it was kind of interesting. They first started out and they wanted to make a card game that was like Ogre Battle or Final Fantasy Tactics. And they had kind of randomly inserted these dice and they were like, okay, they did some early beta testers and the beta testers were like, okay, cool. This is a good game. I I, kind of like this game. I want to see more stuff. And they're like, okay, cool. You want like more cards? You want, you know, more things like this? And they're like, no, we want more dice. And they were like, what? Like we just threw that in there. That was not (laughs) even like, like that wasn't intended to be a big part of the game. Give us more dice. And the people were like, no. We love the dice. So they changed the name. It's Dice Tactics now. And they are going to be doing a Kickstarter any day now. Apparently, when you post a Kickstarter on Kickstarter, they inspect your Kickstarter closely 
to make sure that it seems like you know what you're doing. Yeah, and that you're not just trying to grab money from people. And so it's up right now. We'll have the link in the show notes. You cannot back it yet. Basically, as soon as Kickstarter approves the Kickstarter, then it'll be you know eligible. But you can sign up for their uh, mailing list and stuff like yeah. that. It's kind of like um, Final Fantasy combined with like an adventure, choose your own adventure style RPG. It's got classes and... I'm in. Um, you said you know, classes levels. and I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's definitely an indie game. So you have to have a high tolerance for the, you know, kind of like a small studio budget kind of <laughs> stuff. And on one hand, that means if you send a message out to these guys, they will personally respond to you. Not like Blizzard where you might get like a form letter or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. The, the guys are super cool and excited and, and happy to doing stuff. So, yeah. Didn't we uh, have, I don't know if it's something we wanted to make, you know, official or public or something, but we had some, something from Peterson. He, he did something cool, didn't he? he, oh, he okay, guys. So <laughs> full, full disclosure, um, during the Demon Sultan Kickstarter, they did promote uh, some of my videos as examples of, you know, how to play these factions and what the factions are about. So if you want to know what these factions are about before you buy them, they recommended watching my videos, which was super flattering. And I was super excited about it. It was, it was definitely very unexpected. I know Sandy is always like, you know, come out to Austin and I'll buy you a beer for doing all these videos about them. That cause, uh, in my, in the gaming YouTube channel, I, I funny thing, Richard doesn't like beer. <laughs> it is it is a funny thing but i'm sure wherever we go for beer i can get rum <laughs> and i am a fan of rum <laughs> um so yeah uh I, I don't really like i don't know personally sandy but just because i'm not big on just flying somewhere um yeah. but i should i really should where did you live uh austin you said i think it's austin it might be houston but it's, I'll go te- with it's you. texas it's another country texas anyways. and austin are literally like the anime capital of america <laughs> That is unexpected. Uh, I, I'm serious. All voice actors for mo- like right. so Funimation, a lot of them are all out in Austin, Texas. So for I, some odd reason, I showed Fabi that message when you sent it yeah. to us, and uh, he was like, you know, Peterson, you know, promoted us or you know, put up the video, and you know, and I was like, she was like, that's really cool, and I was like, I know she has no idea. So I, no I idea. asked her, I was like, do you know who Sandy Peterson is? She's like, no, it just sounded like it was really cool. I was like, you know who Rich's favorite board game is, right? Like, yeah, Cthulhu Wars. Like he made that, and she's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was. It was a, it, it's it actually it is a big deal, um, and totally unexpected. I really, really love Peterson games, um, and uh, and I've loved. I I didn't know I loved his work, Sandy, Sandy Peterson, the designer of Cthulhu Wars, but he created Call of Cthulhu, the uh, or one of the lead writers, designers of the tabletop role playing game that basically spawned most Cthulhu stuff. Yeah. Um, because HP Lovecraft wrote these books, but until there was a role-playing game to really introduce these like characters, uh, which are only often like one paragraph in, the, in some yes. story. I remember cause I just started reading HP Lovecraft cause I wanted to see yeah. what the hype was about. And I was like, okay, there's, oh, he's gone already. He's gone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he did that. He did, um, Quake. Is it Quake or Doom? I think it was Doom. I think it might have been Doom. I think he did Doom, yeah. So, uh, like a level designer or story designer or something like that. So, yeah, he's been involved in a lot of stuff that I loved as a kid. And I didn't, of course, most of the time, you don't even know who the designer of a video game is. And for that matter, um, I only know Gary uh, Gary Gygax from, um, well, I know Mike Merle. 
So I know a couple like D and D designers, but who? Well, you know the, the designer of Magic: The Gathering. Uh, the original designer. Yes, I do, and I just it, it spaced all of a sudden. Richard Garfield. Oh, okay, I didn't because I was thinking uh, Mark Rosewater. So Richard Garfield like invented Magic: The Gathering. But he sold it to Wizards of the Coast, yeah. and then Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast. So um, most of the time, you kind of don't know that he's the designers of, of games, but uh, he's a big deal, at least in, in terms of creating cool stuff that I really like. I only so. know Mark Rosewater because uh, yeah, he is a designer for Magic because he made himself a card. <laughs> it's uh, the, the Multani. That's one way to do it. Yeah, the Multani Maro Sorcerer, Maro okay. being Mark Rosewater. It's kind of like uh, Mortal Kombat with... Noob Saibot. <laughs> Noob Saibot. Um, also, isn't the other guy, uh, isn't it another guy that's kind of like a acronym or, or something like that? Um, man, I'm pretty sure there's another character that the name means something. And it may not be a designer or whatever, but it's but it's not like a real... Well, uh, my game... I, I know Duck. I know for uh, League of Legends, Mark Merrill. Yeah. He created it and like his... He created two of the main characters for League, Trendemir, named after his gamer tag normally. And then he did like the most dorkiest thing that you could do as a gamer and was like, ah, I love my wife so much. I'm going to make a character for her. I'd do that. That's pretty, it, that's pretty dorky. If I had the ability <laughs> to do that, I would do that. But I have, I'm good at talking and that's about it. <laughs> I will tell stories about my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, wait, no, people don't want to hear those stories. <laughs> All right, guys, like we said, uh, this episode is going to be a little shorter than normal. So yep. I think we're calling it quits here. Yep. But that's only because the next episode we're filming right after this is our special sad episode of Avengers Endgame. And All right. Yeah, I'm going to cry. So, yeah. Uh, Do you think there's going to be some spoilers in this? There's going to be heavy spoilers in the next episode, which is exactly why we broke it off from this episode this time. We didn't yep. want anybody to be upset by the spoilers, but we also wanted to talk about it because it is probably the biggest deal in all of nerd news this 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 year. Yep. So it just needed to be talked about. Um, so go listen to that episode next if you guys are listening and you've seen uh, Endgame. If you haven't, I am 100% going to say do not go listen to it. Because there's going to be a lot of spoilers. Yeah. So literally, my advice would be go watch the movie. Yeah, that's three hours. I said it. Go uh, use three hours of your life to see something amazing. Um, and then you can come cry with us while watching our podcast. Yeah. So would you rather this week? Um, oh, yeah. Well, I guess we should do that. I was worried about. So uh, would you rather be forced to watch 10 hours of the new Sonic trailer oh, no. or Super Mario, oh, the movie. God. Oh no. How do you guys So do 10 it? hours, oh, let's just say 10 hours of the Sonic movie, which we assume is going to be bad or 10 hours of Super Mario bros. Yeah. The original movie. Yeah. I like that. All right. I'm probably going to go with, never mind. I can't tell you the answer yet. No, wait, what week. did, um, we never talked about oh, yeah. we, whether people think a taco <laughs> or a hot dog is a taco. People yeah. have been dying to find out. No, they so, haven't been. We had, a hard, <laughs> we had a hardcore discussion in our comedy panel at Level Up about this. Oh, we Man, did. It was, it, it, people were yelling. It was really loud. Did, Real did, loud. Did, did people get that a sandwich is two pieces of bread and a taco is one piece of bread? That was the argument. That's yep. the argument, right? Yeah. Like, mm. I, I just don't understand people. People are wrong, you guys. But a hot dog, 
the bun is also one piece of bread. That's why it's a taco. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're, you're on board. God damn it. <laughs> We're not talking about this again. So this isn't happening. <laughs> is a hot dog a taco? The answers were uh, 22% of the people said yes, it is. And 78% people, 78% of people said no, it is just a hot dog. And those 78% of people are wrong. Wait, but so. a lot of people try to say that it was a sandwich. The, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, people. It is not a sandwich. You say what you want, but... <laughs> But you can't say that. <laughs> Actually, you can't say what you want. Do not say what you want. It's like saying a burger is a sandwich. A burger is a, a sandwich. burger is a sandwich. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's two pieces of bread with stuff inside. That's a sandwich. Okay, so anything can make a sandwich then. No, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. You can't have a steak be a sandwich. You oh, can but make, it's done. But you can make a steak sandwich. You can make a steak sandwich, <laughs> but a steak oh, but can't it's done. be. A, there's people out there that do that. What about a ramen burger? What about a rice burger? Uh, those are sandwiches. Rice sandwiches. Those are carbs. <laughs> those it's carb stuff. Carb. It's well, I, think carb I think we're going too deep into carb this vegetable now. protein carb. All right, guys, let's let's end it there. <laughs> All right, come listen to the next episode. It's going to be a lot of crying. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. I'm Thanks. already crying. <laughs> Turn around, I can't see your face Tell me where did you go Was it something I did, something I said That made it all fall down Baby, I need to know Cause I'm losing my faith And the more I give, the less I get oh.